0: Welcome to another edition of MMA Gold Media Podcast, where every week we will bring you a summary of what happened in the world of the UFC. We will cover the most relevant breaking news, as well as interview clips from the most newsworthy personalities and fighters in our sport. Relax and listen up. Big story around this fight is the absence
1: of Khabib. Has he contacted you and given you a bit of guidance yeah, for this fight? Yeah, every day, every morning,
2: really? first message, hey, How's your weight? how you're training, what you do, who you spar. And also Coach Javier, other coaches, they also send him the video from the sparring.
0: He give me all good advice always, every day. Islam Makachev will be hoping to defend his lightweight title at UFC 284 this weekend against Alexander Volkanovsky. However, Makachev will be without his childhood friend and training partner, Habib Nurmagomedov, in his corner. After the Eagle retired from fighting in 2020, he took up the role of co-head coach of the American Kickboxing Academy alongside Javier Mendez and helped Makachev win the lightweight title against Charles Oliveira at UFC 280. However, several weeks ago, it was confirmed that the Eagle would be retiring from mixed martial arts entirely to spend time with his family. Despite him being physically absent from UFC 284, Islam Makachev, has confirmed that Nirmad has been in contact every day. Alexander Volkanovsky claims Makachev won't try to knock him out. Islam Makachev has claimed that he will look to knock out Alexander Volkanovsky in order to quiet those who doubt his striking ability. The featherweight champion, however, is not buying those claims leading up to UFC 284, no matter how friendly they look when they actually face off with each other. Speaking at the UFC 284 media day, the number 1 ranked pound for pound fighter stated, "He's a very calculated fighter. He doesn't take unnecessary risks. Him coming there looking for a knockout, that's an unnecessary risk. He won't be doing that." Volkanovski said, "Take a look. He doesn't take unnecessary risks. You know, that's the that's the proper way of doing it. He does uh
1: we all know what they're good at and what they want to do. Um they're calculated in that sense, you know. A lot, a lot of people uh, you know, obviously, you're seeing some people saying that it can, it can strike, it's underrated, but then you're seeing a lot of people that, you know, say uh, it's not good, but, I mean, uh, it is calculated. You know, I mean, that's something that uh, he does very well. He doesn't uh, overcommit too much. He does sometimes, uh, but he doesn't, uh, he will fight on the back foot and wait for the right time to shoot and things like that. His distance game isn't too bad. Uh, so little things like that, is, uh, he does well.
0: Like I said, he's calculated. While Volkanovski's only career loss came via knockout, It was all the way back in 2013 when he was competing as a welterweight. The featherweight champion has not fought at lightweight since his UFC debut in 2016. However, he is undefeated in four career fights at 155 pounds. He will look to become just the fifth double champ in UFC history at UFC 284. Islam Makachev walks back comments on UFC 284 promotion after Dana White text. White recently dismissed Makachev's claims publicly, as well as putting the champ's thoughts on the promotion for UFC 284 down to a mistranslation and the fact he's been in Dagestan. The UFC chief claimed the event is trending as one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time. The 53-year-old also noted that he'd spoken to the Russian himself about the comments, something that Makachev confirmed during his appearance at UFC 284 Media Day on Thursday. Having heard some of the numbers, Makachev walked back his previous remarks. He went as far as to admit that he doesn't have a true understanding of how fights are promoted by the UFC, so therefore isn't in a position to criticize. Now I understand, because I don't follow this game, how they promote, what they think but they promote a lot makachev said listen closely you know i
2: say something in the media this fight not promotion but then i send me message and show me all their rankings all the like you know all the stuff how they promote how they sell now i understand because i don't follow this game how they promote what they did but they promote a lot. That's why we don't have tickets. And then I say, I paper you it's high, you know, maybe like it's going to be maybe, maybe number two, three.
0: Israel Adesanya expects greatness from Volkanovsky this weekend. Israel Adesanya is confident the world will hear. And, and no! This Saturday night in Perth. Australia. UFC featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovski aims to further cement himself in the history books at UFC 284 on home soil. The great returns to the lightweight division for the first time since his promotional debut in 2016. In a recent interview with the Mac Life, Adesanya claimed Islam Makachev is that dude, but Alexander Volkanovski will shine under pressure. I expect nothing less from him this weekend. It's going to be one on the feet. That's where I feel the fight's going to be won. Adesanya said, listen closely.
3: He shines under the pressure and yeah, I expect nothing less from this weekend. How do you see the fight playing out? Honestly, it's going to be one on the feet. That's where I feel the fight's going to be won. Um, look, he has a tough task ahead of him. Let's not mince words or make mistakes about that. Islam is that dude. And I like the way Alex says, just keep that same energy when it's over. Don't try and tell me, oh, well, he's only fought two top 10 guys. Oh, well, he's not actually Khabib. Nah, keep that same energy.
0: Deontay Wilder makes exciting two-fight offer to Francis Ngannan. In a recent interview with Trill Boxing Talk, Wilder suggested he and the Predator should fight twice. The first fight would be under boxing rules while the second would be in mixed martial arts. And at least one of the clashes would take place in Africa. Let's make it a two-fight deal. Everybody always comes to boxing. Let's do this. You come to my, I'll come to yours. You come to my house, I'll come to yours. I'm a true warrior. Wilder said, "Take a look." Yeah, I, I love to do it. I love to do it, man. I think it'll be
3: great. I, I mean, it feels good to do so. You know what I mean? I, I even thought about this idea though. I was like, all right, shit. Let's make it a two-fight deal. But, oh, that's wild. You know, it, Everybody always come to boxing, let's do this. You come to my shit, I come to yours.
0: Considering both men are notorious for their explosive fight-ending punching power, this would be an exciting clash of titans. For Francis Ngannou, it's another potentially lucrative fight offer on the table now that he's a free agent. Charles Oliveira returns at UFC 288, opponent revealed. Charles Oliveira is reportedly set to return to the Octagon at UFC 288 on May 6. DuBron's will be returning to action for the first time since losing his lightweight strap to Islam Makhachev at UFC 280 in October, after multiple rumors about a potential booking against perennial top contender Benil Dariush. Guys, are you confident you would get Charles Oliveira as your next opponent?
1: That's a that's a great question. Honestly, no, because we were supposed to fight before and uh, he, he said he had some issues and then, then he didn't take care of and then he got rebooked with uh, t- Tony Ferguson. So that's another thing. I'm not super confident the fight's going to happen anyways.
0: Oliveira's coach, Diego Lima, reportedly confirmed the booking to mixed martial arts journalist, Alvaro Colmanero. Colmanero wrote on Twitter, Diego Lima, Charles Oliveira's manager and coach, Confirmed to me that Oliveira will fight Ben Neil Dariush on May 6th at UFC 288. The former UFC lightweight champion recently confirmed that his managers Jorge Patino and Diego Lima were in negotiations with Benny's team. Oliveira is plotting a title shot at the end of the year if he can get his hands raised against Benny. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, that's insane. What? Really? That's oh insane.
0: He got really? Robbed.
3: He got fucking robbed. I gotta see my oh, two grand. Oh, no, my no, no, God. It decision, shit. What the fuck? But I, I still win decision. my money. Oh, But my I still God. think Volk won that. Volk won that fight. We were just, we were convinced. Were we too biased? Uh, we might have been biased. Were we though? We might have to watch it. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I was so. very biased. Well, let's see what the online people think. Because was three in my eyes, two.
0: I thought it was 3-2. 3-2. Yeah. I thought it was 2-2 going in. The UFC judge's latest questionable decision came during the highly anticipated UFC 284 headliner between Islam Makachev and Alexander Volkanovsky, where Derek Cleary scored the fight 49-46 in favor of Makachev, while the other two judges saw the fight as much closer and scored it 48-47 in favor of Makachev. Joe Rogan, which stated, Oh my god, we were convinced that Alexander Volkanovsky won the fight. We might have to watch it again. Let's see what people think online. In my eyes, I thought it was 3-2, while the other fighters claimed they were robbed. Here are some other reactions from the MNA community. Cormier tweeted, That was a bad scorecard. 3-2 Volk lost nothing tonight. He fought better than anyone thought he could. He is as good as anyone at any weight in the world. Great fight overall. Diaz said, Yeah, right. Islam got his ass whooped. Cejudo tweeted, Respect. That was one of the most competitive fights in the history of the sport, Jeremy Stevens wrote. Volk. Beat his ass. And Sam Alvey tweeted, They did Volk dirty. Great fight but wrong decision. Makachev defends his title against Volkanovski in UFC 284 main event. The main event of UFC 284 between Islam Makachev and Alexander Volkanovsky was a closely contested battle. Despite some setbacks, Makachev consistently found ways to gain the upper hand, including a couple of knockdowns and a dominant ground game. When the fight was over, the judges' scores were 49-46, 48-47, and 48-47 resulting in a victory for Makachev and handing Volkanovsky his first loss in the UFC. Thank you, Alex. It was a very good fight. I need some tough fights. I have to improve. I think he's going to be easy on the ground, but this guy improved a lot. I need tough fights, said Makachev while the crowd showed discomfort on the decision. Hear it for yourself.
2: This is so short and hard opponent. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. It was very good fight, many things happened before the fight. But I need some tough fight, I have improved, I have to improve. Thank you, Birth I'm coming for you guys, thank you.
1: Surprised you the most about Volkanovski?
2: Oh, I think how he prepared. I think he's gonna be easy in the ground, but this guy improved a lot. It was an incredible performance when it went to the scorecards. Were you confident you were the winner? Oh. You know, last all my fights, It's was close. I need some tough guy, tough fight. Thank you.
0: Simply the best, Nurmagomedov says to Islam after UFC 284 win. According to Habib Nurmagomedov, Islam Makashev, who is also his training companion, showed that he is the finest MMA fighter in the world at UFC 284. In a post on Instagram, Habib shared multiple photos of himself and Makachev, along with the caption, Simply the best, and you are already history, brother. Right after the fight Habib called Islam to congratulate him. He was so nervous and he was saying, Why were you doing this? I was like, Hey, if you came to the fight, if you were in my corner, I could have done this but you didn't come, Makachev revealed. Before we continue, don't forget to visit our website and subscribe to our free newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything that goes on in the world of the UFC in minutes. Thank you for your support. Now let's get back to the news. Pros react to Rodriguez vs. Emmett at UFC 284 co-main event. The co-main event of UFC 284 saw Ayer Rodriguez taking on Josh Emmett for the featherweight championship. Rodriguez's impressive title win over Emmett earned widespread praise on UFC Twitter including a call-out from former title challenger Brian Ortega for what we can assume could even be a future fight. Here are some reactions from the community. Ortega tweeted, I'll see you soon, congrats. Inganu tweeted, Yair yeah, Rodriguez is always fun to watch. Big up to Josh. Congrats, champ. Combat sports commentator Majuri tweeted, Yair yeah, Rodriguez joins his close friend, Brandon Moreno as UFC champion. Only the second fighter from Mexico to do so. Sterling tweeted. Wow. Beautiful submission finish. Emmett was bringing heat, but the speed of those kicks, man. I was saying it before that J.E. needed an early knockout because the speed and variety will cause trouble. Cejudo tweeted. Flawless performance by Pantera UFC. He put on a clinic. Israel Adesanya contemplates future outside of UFC, ahead of rematch with Alex Pereira. Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira are slated to fight for the middleweight title at UFC 287. In their previous fight, the last stylebender appeared to be headed towards a decision victory, but Pereira pulled off a TKO win in the final round to claim the middleweight title. Before their UFC fight, the two competitors faced each other twice, with Pereira emerging as the winner on both occasions. It will be interesting to see if Adesanya can finally defeat Pereira. Or if Pereira will extend his record against Adesanya to four and zero in combat sports, he said, "I've been in the UFC five years, right? If I'm being honest, I'm not gonna be here in five years. I have other things to do in life. Let's hear from himself. I've been in the
3: UFC five years, right? If I'm being honest, I'm not gonna be here in five years. I have other things to do in life." I've said this on um, with uh, John Anik when I was talking to him on an interview. I said you never seen on my Instagram bio or any of my social media bio, UFC fighter. Once I became a UFC fighter, when I when I became champion, you never UFC champion. I never attached myself to this. I love this shit and I'm fucking great at it, but I never attached myself to this. And I'm gonna leave on top. So um, yeah, that's the best way I feel like you should leave. But again, I've been here five years in the UFC, but went like that.
0: Beginning January, Adesanya tweeted, I want to fight in Aussie one more time before I call it quits. Islam Makachev claims he's not just a champion, he's the best fighter in the world. Islam Makachev believes he's left with no doubt who is mixed martial arts pound-for-pound number one fighter. The UFC lightweight champion successfully defended his title against featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky in Saturday's UFC 284 main event earning a unanimous decision win in a back-and-forth battle. With the victory, Makachev handed Volkanovski his first UFC loss, snapped the Australian star's 22-fight winning streak, and extended his own UFC best win streak to 12. He also emerged as the winner of a matchup that was billed by the promotion as the top two pound-for-pound fighters in the world colliding. At the evening's post-fight press conference, Makachev told the media that beating Volkanovski makes him the clear-cut best in the world it doesn't matter how i won today now i'm not just champion i'm the best fighter in the world makachev said listen closely
2: Uh, doesn't matter how i won today and
0: now i'm not just
2: champion i'm best fighter in the world and you know i am very happy now people gonna call me not just champ best fighter in the world. This is my dream and doesn't matter how I won.
0: Alexander Volkanovski shares what he said to Makachev during the fight. Volkanovski came up short in his quest to wrest the lightweight belt from Makachev and become a UFC double champion. But the Australian put on one of the greatest losing performances in recent history as he took Islam to the brink. Throughout the fight, Volkanovsky not only put on a strong performance but also dispensed regular commentary into Makachev's ears, particularly when the Russian was controlling the action on the mat in the fourth round. So what exactly did the Australian say? Look again, when you're in positions like that, I'm not being a d- I'm not being disrespectful, said Volkanovsky. It's getting in his head. You know what I mean? Even when he had me, I was like going, "Well, you're not that strong." Let's hear it from the man himself. Look,
1: again, uh, when you're in positions like that, I'm not being a dick, I'm not being disrespectful, but, you know, it's getting his head, you know what I mean? Like, even when he had me, I'm, like, going, oh, you're not that strong, like, I'll say stuff like that. And then he's there, I'm going, what, you're just hanging on? I'll go, you said uh, 15 seconds, I'm going, you know, you're going to drag me deep waters, you know, that, that type of stuff. I remember that stuff. I was like, going, you're just hanging on for dear life. Um, so it's just stuff like, again, I'm not being disrespectful, he's still in a good position, so it's up to me to get out of there. But I'm going to get in his head and just... Uh, just kept, just kept punching him in the head, saying, like, you know, like, I've, yeah. Again, uh, I guess a body lock is a dominant position, so the refs can't just leave, even though he was just hanging on and trying to hide his head. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so just, just let him know as I go on. Yeah, look at you, like, you know, just trying to survive in, in certain positions.
0: So that was all, all I was saying. And, of course, it didn't take long after Alexander Volkanovsky's loss to Islam Makashev for the UFC's featherweight champion to watch the fight and score things himself, and even call out Islam for a rematch. Dan Hooker calls Islam Makashev a cheating dog, and accuses him of using IV to rehydrate for UFC 284 fight. Dan Hooker seems to be accusing Islam Makashev of cheating following the Dagestani's big win over Alexander Volkanovsky at UFC 284. Makachev looked terrible when he stepped on the scale to make 155 pounds for his title fight against Volkanovsky. Fighters have to hydrate without the help of an IV bag full of fluids, but Hooker claims Islam broke the rules and got one anyway. Dumb thinks he can fly to Australia hire a nurse to give him an IV and we won't find out, Hooker wrote on Twitter. Cheating dob. You zada doing all, he wrote in another tweet referencing an article from back when the IV ban was added. If Dan Hooker has found proof that Makachev's team hired a nurse to administer an IV, that's pretty damning evidence already. Except, maybe he hasn't. In a follow-up tweet, he seemed to imply he might not have proof. Prove me wrong, he wrote instead. Betcha can't. And now, it's time for our take. Did Islam Makachev cheat by using an IV for rehydration at UFC 284. IV rehydration was a critical component in fighters' recovery nine years ago. In fact, it was the only way fighters could properly hydrate when the weigh-ins used to be only 24 hours before the actual fight. It allows for better, faster hydration and recovery as IV is the best way for the human body to absorb nutrients and chemicals. However, This hydration method also served as a conduit for banned substances and performance-enhancing drugs. Fighters and or their teams used to sneak in PEDs in the hydration serum, I mean, the door was wide open, which is one of the reasons IV hydration was prohibited in 2015. Makachev was accused just hours after UFC 284 by Dan Hooker of using IV hydration before his fight with Volkanovski. If Hooker's accusations are proven to be true, this is not only a violation of the IV hydration rule, but a possible PED rule violation as well in search for a competitive advantage over the pound for pound king. After being pressed by multiple media outlets, USADA released a statement regarding Hooker's accusation and followed up by saying, Unfortunately, we cannot comment on whether an investigation is proceeding unless the athlete or the UFC release that information. In light of these strong accusations, why hasn't the UFC come forward and talk about the matter? We at MMA Gold News believe that Mokachev violated the IV rule and incurred in some prohibited hydration tactics in order to have an edge over pound for pound number 1 Alexander Volkanovsky. He looked very depleted during the official weigh-ins and he knew he was facing the best fighter in the world, who probably didn't even have to cut weight prior to the fight as he was moving up in weight. What are your thoughts on the matter? Did Makachev violate the IV rule? Should he be banned? Islam Makachev responds to Nate Diaz's UFC 284 scorecard. Minutes after Islam had his lightweight belt wrapped around his waist, none other than the famed dispenser of the Stockton slap, Nathan Diaz, took to Twitter to announce his verdict on the Russian's performance. Yeah, right, Islam got his ass whooped, tweeted Diaz. The former UFC welterweight also passed on his felicitations to, in his opinion, the victor of the fight. Islam, of course, reacted to Nate's latest shot across the bow. Listen closely.
2: Honestly, I don't want to talk about this guy. He's, uh... (laughs) I don't know what he said. Maybe he smoked something and watched the fight.
0: Islam and his former coach Habib have had a long-running beef with Nate which escalated in 2019 during a run-in at UFC 239. Jake Paul Talks About Signing Francis Ngannou to MVP Promotions Jake Paul recently shared his thoughts on signing former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou to his most valuable promotions. Following unsuccessful negotiations with the UFC, Francis Ngannou has departed from the promotion and is now considering trying his hand at the sweet science. He has expressed interest in facing off against some of the biggest boxers, such as Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and Anthony Joshua, but has yet to find a promoter. In a recent interview with TMZ Sports, Jake Paul mentioned that he had discussed the possibility of signing the Cameroonian heavyweight boxer to his promotion, The Most Valuable Promotions. Paul asserted that they would be able to provide more value to the fighter if he were to join their company. Take a listen. We have. We have talked. Uh, Yeah. Give me something, Jake. Come on,
1: buddy. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, no. the most valuable promotions team, we talked to Francis, um, and we think we can do a great job for him, you know, and and we – uh, share the same vision on a lot of things, and so um, hopefully Francis sees that as well. Uh, but regardless, we're going to always be there to support him. And on the MMA side of things, we're we're working on something too. So um, Francis is a is a great guy, and I think there's a lot of opportunities. Can we get your first comment on Michael Chandler as the the comeback opponent? Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Feel good. Feel energetic. Feel ready. You know, I'm throwing up.
3: I'm throwing up my high kicks faster than I'm throwing up my jab. So I'm very excited to get back, And uh, when
0: do you get to Vegas? Tomorrow. Connor. Connor Conor McGregor has ended his silence since the news broke of his upcoming Octagon return against Michael Chandler. McGregor will coach alongside Chandler in the upcoming season of The Ultimate Fighter in Las Vegas. After the show, McGregor and Chandler will square off at a to-be-announced event later this year. McGregor has been relatively quiet since the announcement of his return except for a reaction to Chandler's fight prediction, but he recently gave his first in-person comments since the news. If his recent comments are any indication, McGregor seems motivated and ready to begin his comeback. Chandler, on the other hand, is looking to spoil McGregor's excitement and pick up the biggest win of his career. Ariel Helwani assures Islam Makachev is not at Habib Nurmagomedov's level. During the most recent episode of the MMA Hour, host Helwani reacted to this past weekend's pay-per-view event and the ramifications of the champion versus champion superfight that topped the bill, having explained that he doesn't believe Makachev has surpassed Volkanovsky as the pound-for-pound best fighter in the UFC, a sentiment seemingly shared by the Promotions Rankings panel, the Canadian journalist named another individual whom he thinks the Russian is yet to surmount i'm sorry he isn't as good as habib he is not helwani said at this stage 26 fights in habib was more refined dominant better let's hear it from the man himself as good as habib he is not he is not as good as habib he is not at this stage 26 fights in habib was more
3: refined dominant better he is not that being said, he's one of the top 3 best fighters on the planet. So please be cl- I know we're not allowed to criticize Issa Makhachev. I know I know that's that's taboo. The Habib say- hive is coming. I don't give a fuck. I'm saying he won the fight. I'm saying he won fair and square. I don't think it's a robbery. I'm I'm, I'm being as unbiased as possible, but I'm also saying we I believe we are putting the praise and all the stuff that we had on Habib on his shoulders. We are taking the baton that Habib had and giving it to him because we want to continue this lineage. It ain't the same. He's not the same guy right now.
0: Alexander Volkanovski successfully makes his case to keep pound-for-pound pound number one spot. Volkanovski's pursuit of champ-champ status fell short via unanimous decision at UFC 284. Some felt Volkanovski did enough to earn the win on the judges' scorecards, but it wasn't to be for the Australian star. Despite the setback, Volkanovsky thinks he's gained more than he's lost after UFC 284 didn't get scored in his favor. During a recent interview on the MMA Hour, Volkanovsky named who he believes is the pound-for-pound king after UFC 284. I don't want to be that guy, but if he was just a featherweight in my division, I'd squash him. It's a walk in the park. Volkanovsky said, listen closely you know a lot of people thought i won that fight i thought i won that fight and i moved up you know we talk
1: about power for pound you know what i mean like imagine if we were the same size imagine if we were the same weight class imagine if he was a featherweight yeah i don't want to sound like you know, I don't want to be that guy hey, but it's a crazy thing but, though it's a crazy yeah, thing I don't, because... want to be, I, don't, I don't want to be i don't want to be that guy but if he
0: was just a featherweight in my division i squash him Volkanovsky is campaigning for an immediate rematch with Makashev later this year. He also could return to featherweight to unify the belt against Yair Rodriguez, although lightweight is his preferred next destination. Before we continue, don't forget to visit our website and subscribe to our free newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything that goes on in the world of the UFC in minutes. Thank you for your support. Now let's get back to the news. Islam Makachev reacts to Alexander Volkanovsky retaining pound for pound number one spot. Islam Makachev was primarily eyeing Alexander Volkanovsky's pound for pound number one spot going into the UFC 284 headliner. The UFC lightweight even put his title on a line, which he successfully went on to defend with a unanimous decision win over Volkanovsky. However, Makachev remains number two in the UFC pound-for-pound rankings which were updated yesterday despite his win over The Great. Weighing on the rankings snub, the Dagestani claims that he never expected justice to be served in the first place. Makachev alluded to discrimination towards Russian athletes, referring to Magomed Ankalev and Peter Yan, who have both been on the receiving end of controversial decisions in their last outings. The UFC lightweight champ recently told Russian media, I never expected justice and still don't, because we saw on the example of our other fighters, Anka Lev, Peter Yan, saw the attitude towards us always. Islam Makhachev's teen releases statement after Dan Hooker's hefty IV usage accusations. The hangman accused Makhachev of using an intravenous to rehydrate after he weighed in. Makachev's co-manager, Rizan Magomedov, has now strongly denied all allegations of cheating labeling Hooker a salty loser looking for attention Magomedov said in a statement to MMA Junkies Mike Bond We all know this is completely BS the guy is a loser he's salty and just looking for attention and that's it He also posted a tweet about jealous losers seemingly directed at the Hangman Israel Adesanya not worried about the belt or keeping score in Alex Pereira's rematch at UFC 287 Claiming he doesn't keep score, he settles them. UFC star Israel Adesanya has given his thoughts on his upcoming rematch against Alex Pereira at UFC 287. Last November at Madison Square Garden, Alex Pereira shocked the world. After a competitive fight, he knocked Israel Adesanya out to become the new UFC middleweight champion. Plenty of fighters and pundits believe Adesanya will get the job done this time around. The man himself, though, isn't concerning himself too much with the smaller details, such as the belt itself. I've never not been motivated to fight this guy, but for this one, I'd put the pressure on myself, Adesanya said. Listen closely.
3: I've never not been motivated to fight this guy, but for this one, I've put the pressure on myself, like, fuck the belt, fuck everything else, I have to beat this guy. So, yeah, that's, I guess my motivation is just beating him. And I, like I said, They can say whatever they want. You know, it's 1-0 or 3-0. I don't keep score. I settle them, and I just need one, and I'm going
0: to get it done. UFC Fight Night, Andrade vs. Blanchfield. The preview, brought to you by MMA Gold News. Jessica Andrade vs. Aaron Blanchfield is just days away, and MMA Gold News is here to deliver the preview for this entertaining card. To kick off the main event, we have a lightweight clash between UFC all-time appearances and wins leader Jim Miller and Alexander Hernandez, who just signed up for the fight as a late replacement. Then the light heavyweights take the scene with William Knight versus Marcin Pracnio, both trying to get a win here after losing their last fight. After that, comes an exciting heavyweight bout between Josh Parisian and Jamal Poggs, who is looking to extend his win streak to three in a row. And just right before the co-main event, we have a light heavyweight clash between the explosive Jordan Wright, the Beverly Hills Ninja, and Zach Paga, the Ripper. These two have the opposite record in their last five fights with Jordan losing four of his last five fights and in desperate need off a win here. And finally, we have the main event of the evening in the women's flyweight division with the dangerous powerhouse, the strong Jessica Andrade, a late addition to the card squaring off against the rising Erin Blanchfield, who not too long ago made the top 10 of the division and is looking to make a statement on Saturday night and solidify herself as a title contender. We can't wait any longer for this event to start. It should be a banger. That's all for this week's episode. Make sure to follow our show and tune in to next week's episode so you don't miss any details about the UFC. Thanks for listening. See you next week.